Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Saturday, October 4th. Tesla has officially launched its virtual power plant in Puerto Rico, and it could become one of the world's largest, thanks to the large Powerwall user base in the region. This is one very exciting news piece because Puerto Rico badly needs a more stable grid for electricity. Tesla announced that the Puerto Rico virtual power plant has officially launched in partnership with Sanova and Sunrun. The company also confirmed that there are already 75,000 Powerwall owners in the region that can sign up as easily as going to the Tesla app. We'll be tracking the progress in the coming months to see how many people sign up and how close Tesla can get to their stated goal of 300 megawatts for the project. Kia is asking its dealers to avoid markups on the new EV9 electric SUV. The automaker says its first three-row SUV is garnering, quote, significant consumer interest. This as is expected to hit dealerships by the end of the year. Kia called the EV9's $49,900 starting price a wake-up call to the industry as the automaker looks to capitalize on its biggest market. Now, according to online auto research firm Cars Direct, the letter to dealers read, quote, The EV9 customer is an important new owner to the Kia brand, and price transparency will be paramount as part of their purchase experience. Kia went on to add, quote, We ask dealers to retail the EV9 without markup over the manufacturer's suggested retail price. Now, in the recent past, we've seen other highly anticipated electric models like the Chevy Blazer marked up by as much as $10,000 at several dealerships. As the report notes, Kia's attempt to prevent the EV9 markup is a good effort, but it's not a whole lot that they can do legally to prevent the dealers from selling it for whatever they want. Volvo has announced prices for its entire 2024 lineup, including the upgraded C40 and the XC40 recharge EVs. For the first time in 25 years, Volvo will offer a rear-wheel drive variant in the U.S., among other improvements. The XC40 Recharge will start at $52,540, while the C40 Recharge has an MSRP of $53,600. Higher price trims run between $55,000 and $60,000. Volvo's new single-motor extended-range C40 Recharge and XC40 Recharge feature a 248-horsepower electric motor and a more energy-dense battery that can achieve up to 293 and 297 miles, respectively. The XC40 Recharge Twin Motor All-Wheel Drive gets up to 254 miles, which is 30 miles above the previous model. Meanwhile, the C40 Recharge Twin Motor has up to 257 miles, which is significantly higher than 226 from the previous version. Looking ahead, the automaker is launching three new EVs, including a three-row EX90, an entry-level EX30, and its first electric minivan, the EM90. In the wake of what feels like gloomy news for the EV economy, Volvo has pulled out yet another impressive round of EV sales numbers, especially from a legacy automaker. Volvo reports that its fully electric sales jumped by 29% in October compared to last year, accounting for 18% of cars sold in the month globally. And on the flip side, as a signal towards an all-electric future, Volvo's plug-in hybrid sales saw a slight decline of 8%, with 10,864 units sold during the same period. Now, in the U.S., Volvo sold 1,240 fully electric vehicles last month, with a 49% increase from October of 22. Year-to-date, Volvo has sold 569,019 vehicles. 
and those numbers are expected to rise as the company rolls out the EX30 crossover. According to the CEO of Ferrari, development of the first electric Ferrari is ahead of schedule. The first EV from the company is still two years away, but the sports car maker is confident of a fast pace. According to Automotive News, Ferrari is progressing quicker on some technical aspects that were not named specifically. Ferrari keeps a lot of secrets, with the CEO stating, quote, we do not even disclose the cell provider. Now, the automaker plans for EVs to represent 40% of its lineup by the end of the decade and says that they are on track to launch its first EV in 2025. Ferrari is building a new electric supercar factory in its hometown of Maranello, Italy, and will manufacture electric motors, inverters, and batteries for EVs and hybrids. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has launched a contest in which you can win a cash prize for making a short video about your EV. The contest will run until January 23rd of 2024, and it's called My Electric Ride, an EV transportation video challenge. The prizes are up to 3000 bucks, and again, it closes in January. The EPA will choose nine winning videos from three categories, those being personal transport, cars, and buses. The videos will be judged on their creativity, originality, and effectiveness in getting across the positive message about electric transportation. Maybe the EPA should send me some money, hmm? Wish the EPA would also mandate that states get rid of their electric vehicle road use tax. I mean, I know it's fair in principle, but I just can't help feel like the government is schizophrenic, incentivizing EVs on one side and then punishing it on another. And then on, while we're on the talk about that, why don't we talk about why the government shouldn't be all this? In today's community comment found on YouTube, opinionated OG184 says, I see a whole lot of pickup trucks on the road where I live, including Rivian trucks. It's extremely rare to see a pickup true of any kind towing. Sure, they do tow, but not regularly. Yeah, that's a good point. Most of the time, a truck isn't actively towing anything when driving around town. For the trucks going camping, boating, four-wheeling, or all of that stuff, towing is pretty close to a requirement. Myself being a city slicker, I think I have towed far more often when I'm having to rescue a broken-down car from a family or friend. That kind of towing can be accomplished without a truck, and in many cases, the electric car will do just fine for that task. In my younger years, it seemed like I was having to go tow a car around every other week. But after getting into electric cars, I feel like I have a little bit of empty nester syndrome since I rarely have anything to fix. If I do run out of battery, I'll have to call for a tow truck or to call a friend for some help. But that has actually never happened to me, now that I think about it. I'm curious if it's happened to any of you, the viewers. Let me know in the comment section if you've ever run your electric car down to dead. I'd be curious to hear your stories, although I can't promise a cash prize. But maybe I could promise that someone else's money will go towards your prize. That sounds great. And you know what else the government does? The government has all these different lists of rules.